What, are you doubling down? Well, I'm. My thing is working macro things on. Oh, well, now there's two of you. Yeah, I know. Well, I don't know what happened. And I don't know how to get off. <laughs> well, now you're definitely going to echo because you're doubled. <laughs> <laughs> there's two of you, so. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to do that. Brief, brief intermission. Brief uh, technical intermission. I'm Wade Phillips. And I'm Wes Phillips. We're past and present coaches here to bring you an insider's perspective on the teams, the people, and the personalities that we've encountered over time. All right, here we are again with the Overtime Podcast. And uh, Tracy, we uh, we usually talk about the Sunday night game and then the Monday night game, which we will discuss, but uh, with this bombshell coming out about John Gruden, uh, I think we ought to discuss that first. Certainly a shocking, shocking situation. The guy, yeah. the guy had a ten-year contract, and all of a sudden he's uh, he's gone. No, I mean nobody could have expected that. Yeah, you know my my outlook on it really is, and uh, Tony Dungy and. And, and guys came out for John. Yeah. But uh, I think when your private life comes out, people don't know basically somebody's private life until it comes public. Yep. Uh, now it's become public, and uh, certainly I, you're not surprised that he's fired when all this came out, but uh, he had no idea any of that was going on. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like a marriage. You know, people get divorced and, they say, wow, they, they seem really happy, you know, but you don't know the private part of it. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, I think it would be hard to lead a team after all of that coming out. I think you just lose trust. I don't see how his players would be able to trust him after hearing all of those comments, regardless of the timeline of them. I think you would just I think you would always wonder if what he was telling you was what he really thought or just think you lose trust with your players. And I don't see how you lead a team after that. So there wasn't much recourse except for him to resign at that point. Yeah, I do. I do wonder how, I don't know if somebody's trying to get him or, I mean, not to, not to say that they should, for what he did should, should have been punished and should have been, uh, he should have been let go, but, Somebody had to do some digging on this to try to find out all these emails first starting 10 years ago. Well, yeah. Well, my understanding of it is that the Washington football team was being investigated for misconduct. And so all of those emails were given to the NFL. um, And those emails were with him and Bruce Allen. So that's why the NFL became privy to all of these emails uh from john gruden obviously nothing's happened with the washington football team there must be more emails with dan snyder and all sorts of emails that they that they have knowledge of but uh, apparently those were given to the nfl the nfl then gave those emails to the raiders on friday so the raiders knew about all these all, all of these emails because of that investigation, which has now been finalized. So that's why, and and the Raiders were sitting on these emails since Friday. I think they probably wanted to get through their game on Sunday, which is 
understandable uh, that you would want to play your game first and then deal with all of this after. Uh, however, then the New York Times putting these emails out on Monday made it made them have to deal with it on Monday. Right, right. And uh, Rich Bisacci is going to be the interim coach, what I hear, and he's a special teams coach. Um, yeah. Veteran guy that's experienced guy and, and actually had several head coaching uh, interviews. Uh, obviously hadn't gotten one, but, you know, he's well thought of. So, uh, but it's still going to be a big distraction. I mean, it's hard to tell in these situations what the team will do, uh, whether yeah. they'll genuinely be so distracted that it's going to really hurt them. Or maybe they'll say, hey, let's get behind the new guy and let's go put that in the past and let's go out and play for each other, you know. Could go either way. Yeah. And they're playing the they're yeah, they're playing the Broncos this week. So we'll get to pick that game uh, and we can discuss that more when we when we talk about the game. But I, I attractions are a problem in pro football. I, I think uh, over the years I really learned that that hey you know, if there's a story that comes out with one of the players or whatever, uh, the team can get distracted and it, it, they don't play as well. You have to be aware of that, I think, as a coach. But it it was shocking and uh, it disappointing, really, certainly. Uh, I don't know John Gruden that well. I mean, I know him as a coach and I've been in the league, played against him a lot of times, and I thought he obviously thought he was a good coach. Uh, but like I say, you never know the private part of, a person when it comes out publicly and it and it's those kind of things it's it's very disappointing really yeah all right let's go with the let's go with the sunday night game you know the bills at the chiefs and the chiefs uh i still think it's part of the super bowl hangover yeah I said it before but i mean the team that loses the super bowl one thing everybody knows they were good the year before you know so you're kind of up for a team that was played in the Super Bowl, you say, hey, man, that's a Super Bowl team. we got to play our best against them. And it's a disappointment in losing the Super Bowl. And mentally, your team just has to forget you're not losers, but when you lose a Super Bowl game, you seem like you're losers. It's the only game left in the season, and if you're defeated, uh, sometimes it lingers. I, I really think there is something to it, and it's it's happened several times, so there's there's got to be some – now, you're not the same team every year. Yeah. We see a lot of first to last and, and vice versa. But uh, I do think they really get up for you. And the Bills – now, Bills have a good football team, but uh, they just beat the heck out of the Chiefs. Now, I will say one thing for the Chiefs, too. They're 31st in the league in defense, and that's not helping them. And they – now, they're fourth in the league in offense, and that's Mahomes, and they, they've got some talent, certainly a lot of talent on offense. But to get beat at home again, I mean, that's uh, – and, and to be in last place, aren't they? I think they're in last place in, in their division. They are. Yeah. The Chargers are now in first, and the uh, uh, Browns – I mean, the Broncos and the Raiders are in second. That's tied for second, and the Chiefs are in last. It's, it's a big fault. Yeah, but I think it's early to panic with the Chiefs. They're, they're still – Oh, I, I do too. Yeah. I think they're going to win some games, certainly. Yeah. I mean, anytime you have – quarterback that's a great player in the talent they have on offense but to be 31st in defense doesn't help you their defense has got to start playing better yeah that Super Bowl hangover paired with a poor defense you're not going to win all your games but like you say I mean if their defense starts playing better then they're 
obviously going to get better and win more games. It, it's a team to watch. Like I say, anytime you have that kind of talent. And the games they've lost, now they got beat pretty good by, by the uh, Bills. And the uh, Bills have a good team, so a good offensive team. Uh, their division, they're still in it in their division. We've only played five games. Uh, but the Chargers look good, and and I think the you know the Broncos are coming along. They're, they're kind of up and down, but they're still winning. So, and the Raiders, we don't know what's going to happen with them. So, <laughs> it's an interesting division, especially looking at the Chiefs being in two and three, and then losing at home. So, losing by eighteen points at home, and then the um, Monday night game. <laughs> what a game, huh? <laughs> I mean, wow! Colts got it. The Colts have it won. I mean, they're, they're sixteen points ahead, and yeah, you know, they they, they got to score two touchdowns and, and make two extra point, two two point plays, which you know you have a less than fifty percent chance of making the two pointers. Uh, besides scoring the sixteen, you know, two touchdowns, uh, and then they scored another touchdown to win the game, and you know, so the three series in a row they scored a touchdown. Two of those they. They they went for two and made made both of them to tie the game and then they go down in overtime and, and win the game. Colts defense you know this fell apart at the end. Maybe they had some injuries. Looked like they had some secondary injuries, but but what a game! And then <laughs> of course the Colts missed the, the kick and got one blocked and you know they had plenty of chances to win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did. Home crowd, I mean, that, that was exciting for them, you know, when your team's that far down and all of a sudden they start coming back. You could feel the momentum, and especially when they made the last two-pointer. They knew they were going to win in overtime if they got the ball, and they did. Yeah, another overtime game. We've had an overtime game every week this season so far. Yeah, the, and that's, that's the exciting thing about pro football. I mean, a lot of teams, they're close. And I will say this now, Wentz played a great game. He did. Carson Wentz looked like the guy that before he was hurt, he was tearing up the league. And, you know, I think he looked like he's finally come back from that. I mean, he, the Colts had 500 yards against, you know, a pretty good defensive team. <laughs> Although the Ravens had 500 yards against them too. So <laughs> it was kind of a trade-off. It was an even game as far as yardage, but, uh, and it was an even game all the way. Yeah. Lamar Jackson had an 85% completion percentage, 85% throwing over 400 yards. I mean, that's unbelievable. That was amazing that, you know, they really didn't run the ball, couldn't run the ball that well against them and just started throwing and just kept throwing and kept completing it and kept making yardage. Well, they they were down too, so they kind of had to. Now somebody, you know, somebody, somebody needs to, double cover the tight end on two point play. I can tell you that, <laughs> you know, I mean, he threw it to him every time. So what a game. I, I, it's fun to watch those kind of games. That's not high scoring in my, in my opinion, but uh, I like the low scoring exciting games, but, <laughs> but that was a good one. That was, that was a good game. And, and if you weren't pulling for either team, I mean, it was really exciting. And if you're a Ravens fan, obviously it's more exciting for them to come back like that you know, late in the game like they did and then win in overtime. Yeah, heartbreaking loss for the Colts there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Colts, uh, they lost their first three games and then they won and looked like they were going to win that game and that was going to be a big turning point for them. Like I say, I, I still am really impressed with Wentz. I mean, I, I, if their defense can play a little better, they 
they can move the ball and score. And it doesn't matter the receivers. I mean, he had some unknown guys, and he was he was hitting them in stride. Uh, t- Taylor, the running back, goes fifty something on a screen pass. I mean, they they have some weapons, but they uh, he just gets them the ball and gets gets them going. I still think the Colts because their division, you know, Tennessee's ahead. They've won three games. Colts, Colts have only won one, but we got twelve more games. Yeah, Colts still have a shot here. They play the Texans in Jacksonville, so two times uh, so that uh, that should help them there one other thing this week uh all the missed field goals there were 12 extra points missed and 13 field goals yeah i mean uh, it, it was almost la- the, the green the green bay game was almost laughable i mean <laughs> it you know, was. The, the game's riding on it every time and they keep missing <laughs> field goals i mean it's like nobody wanted to win three or five <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, they want to, obviously, but they just they couldn't make the field goals. They finally made the fifth one, I guess. The sixth? <laughs> yeah, the sixth one. They, here they go to win the game. Oh, he missed it. Now, okay, here they go. Here the other team goes to win the game. Oh, he missed it. Well, we, we're going to try it one more. No, he missed it. And, well, he, this is for the victory. Oh, no, he missed it. So, it's just on and on. You know. On and on. So, then pull your hair out deal if you're a fan. Yeah. <laughs> but in close games, you know, that's those are key plays, obviously close games is whether your field goal kicker makes it or not. Same thing happened in, in Houston uh, against the Patriots. You know, they tried a fifty six yard field goal. He'd already missed twice. Uh, give them the ball on the forty six yard line and they go down and score, tie the game and then they get beat. So you know, I, I don't know if you know this, but the rule is we're not where the ball was kicked from, but where the, where the ball was spotted. You know, if you miss a field goal, they they put the ball where the ball was put down. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you're kicking from the 42 yard line, well, it's eight yards back normally. The the other team, if you miss it, gets it at the 50 mm-hmm. on the 60 yard field goal. So if you follow me there, yeah, there's an eight yard difference, uh, and so you got the ball on the 38, say like. Houston and miss the field goal, they get the ball on the 46 because he kicked it from the 46. Yeah. And I don't know, you know this, but I made that rule. Really? Yes. Uh, when I was coaching with Buffalo, they had us, they had a committee in at the combine and they said, we're, we're trying to kick too many field goals, too many long field goals. When you missed it, they, they put it where, where you snapped it from. Okay. Yeah. That was the that's the rule in pro football forever. If you if you're on the twenty yard line and you snapped it and missed a field goal, then they got the ball on the twenty. Yeah. Now they get the ball on the twenty eight. Okay, follow me. Yep. All right. So so the league said we're we're getting too many long field goals. We want coaches to go for it more. You know, it's more exciting that way. You can get more points that way. And so I I was on a committee and. Tagliabue was there and Don Shula was there. And I said, well, why don't we just, where they missed it from is is where you spot the ball. That way, the team that gets the ball gets the ball eight yards further down the field than they have been, which causes more, further it's you more are down incentive. the field, more, yeah. more points. Well, yeah. and it's more incentive if you're closer to, rather than kick a 
50-something-yard field goal that you can't make to go for it on fourth and two or fourth and three. So that's that was the premise behind it. And so I suggested, get, hey, just put it down where the spot is because of, because of all the missed field goals. You just add up all the yardage, you know, eight yards plus every missed field goal. That's a lot of yards. Anyway, that was my that was my thinking on it. And Don Shula, I'll never forget, Don Shula was there, and he said, uh, no, that's we can't do that. That's <laughs> – no, that's we've been doing this fifty years, you know. He said, and uh, so I thought, well, okay. So we go to the league meetings, you know. That's where they bring up rule changes and so forth. Yeah. And I wasn't in the meeting with the, like the owners and stuff. And they come out of the meeting, and our PR guy said, "Hey, they just passed your rule." I said, "What?" He said, "The rule about spotting the ball miss miss field goal rule." I said, "Really?" I said, "We didn't." He said, "Well." Tagliabue liked it, and so he brought it up for the owners and the reasons that I gave, and they passed the rules. So it's actually the Wade Phillips rule. All right. Now, nobody knows it, but the XP guy and, and from Buffalo and, and me, and now you. And, and, who, and our, anybody our that's listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm myself on the back, but, but I do have a rule in the league, and that, that was it. Well, you you made the game more exciting, Dad. I don't know about that, but it is, it is a rule that's may, may be there for a long time. But it, it it does make a big difference. Yeah, it's not just the ones they make, but the ones they miss. You know, because you you can try a you know they try a sixty three yard field goal, say. Yeah. Well, if you miss it, they get the ball on on your forty seven yard line. Yeah, goes into your decision making for sure. Yeah, I mean you're almost giving them three points. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you yep. miss 63 and you give it to them in your territory, they only make one more first down. Now they're kicking a field goal. So yeah, assuming fact, we, people can make field yeah. goals. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it doesn't look like that's a good yeah. choice these days. I think, I think the analytics might have to say, "Hey, you need to go for it more." Yeah, <laughs> on fourth and fourth and ten instead of kicking a field goal because you, you're missing so many. Mm. All right. Well, I, I want to bring up one 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 thing here too that please. Uh, I've always thought, but uh, this year it's it's really prevalent. The, the best offenses in the league, they're the top ten offenses. I was looking at that, and the top ten offenses. AFC East, the Bills are eighth. They're leading the league. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're leading their division. Dallas is second. They're leading their division. Mm -hmm. uh, Chargers are seventh in top ten offenses. They're leading their division. Arizona's sixth, and the Rams are ninth. And, and Arizona's five and zero, oh, and the Rams are are four and one. Baltimore is first in offense. They're leading their division. Tennessee's tenth. They're leading their division. And nobody in these divisions are higher than these teams either. Yeah. Uh, and then Tampa Bay's third in offense, and they're leading their division. The only division where there's not a top 10 offense, which is surprising to me, is uh, Green Bay, Chicago, Minnesota, and Detroit. Detroit doesn't surprise me, but, but, but Green Bay, and, and even Minnesota with, with Kirk Cousins, yeah. uh, they're not in the top 10. Neither one of those teams, none of those teams are in the top 10. But you know, the other seven divisions, the, the highest offense in, in those divisions is in first place. Not the best defense, 
best offense. So it's still it's still a lot of offense is still a big part of the game. They say defense wins championships, and if you've got a great defense, I think it does. But those offenses still they make the points, and points win games. And if you just hold off, although the Colts didn't, but if you just hold off enough, you can you can win a few games uh, if your offense plays like that. Well, there's a direct correlation, obviously, with top with top ten offenses and who's winning the most games. Yep, and then you know the defensive part of it. Like I said, Kansas City's thirty first in defense, and they're not you know <laughs> they're not the Kansas City we saw last year. Certainly, Seattle's last in defense. The team that surprised me is is Miami. Miami's I thought they did play well last year, last year on defense, but they're thirtieth in defense. And mm. They're one and four, so that's a big part of that. We know Jacksonville's bad on defense. The Giants are not good on defense. Uh, the team that surprised me on defense is Washington. Mm-hmm. You know, they're twenty seventh in defense, and, and they've got all number ones basically up front. And the other team that surprised me on defense, and and they're they're doing really well, is Dallas. But Dallas is second in offense, but they're twenty fifth in defense. Uh, but last year they were worse on defense, you know. I guess, and yeah. So that little that improvement has made a difference. Now, last last year the quarterback got hurt too, but they were they were giving up a whole lot of points last year that they're not doing this year. So they're playing playing better defensively, but they're still in the bottom fourth of the league uh, in defense, yeah. total defense. Well, they're they're playing better. They're also creating turnovers. They've had some turnovers at key times, so I think that. That helps them defensively too. And then the other teams, uh, of course, the Colts had 500 yards, so that put Baltimore back 24th in defense. The Rams are four and one, and they're 23rd in defense, which surprises me that Detroit is ahead of the Rams in defense. <laughs> and Tennessee, they're leading their division. And of course, the division uh, not winning many games, but they're 21st in defense, which you'd think they'd be a little better. Uh, I always look at the defensive stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, but <laughs> I like I like to look at the defense. But like I said, the offenses you you got to have. It looks like you got to have a good offense to be in the top of your division overall. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's talk about the games games this week. Okay. All right. What comes up first? We I think Thursday comes up first, right? <laughs> Thursday's the first game. We've got the Buccaneers at the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I think we picked every Thursday game correctly this season, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sure we have. Well, uh, yeah, so uh, we can pick <laughs> it again, I'm sure. <laughs> I think Tom Brady seems like he's playing better than he was last year. and He, was, Oof, he does. It was good enough for them to win the Super Bowl, and they had a good defense, but their defense is still playing well this year, and he, I think he's playing better, so you got to think they're going to win. I, I do do think Philadelphia played better last week, though, defensively. That I was disappointed in their defense earlier in the year, but I, I thought they played better defensively. They got a turnover. They got, I think they had like three interceptions. Mm-hmm. So that's big. Well, Eagles beat the Panthers, as I prophesied last week. Yes, you picked them. I, I must not have. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Bucks winning definitively over the Dolphins and looking really good, looking like it's going to be hard to beat them. Yeah, 
That Philly crowd will get into it, though. I'll tell you that. They're rambunctious, I guess you'd call them. <laughs> Philadelphia now, I mean, the quarterback hurts. Is, uh, he can make some plays. You know, you worry about quarterbacks running, running with it getting hurt, but he's he's impressive uh, as far as his movement is concerned. So he could test them that way. You know, it's a different different game when you play against a quarterback that, that, that's a runner also. Now, Tampa's been able to handle you know, most quarterbacks pretty well defensively. I think they will this time, but it, Philly, Philly at home, watch out for them. They, they, they can bite you. Yeah, it could be competitive, but got to go with the Bucks here. The Bucks stops there. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the Bucks stops in Philadelphia. <laughs> we'll see. Sunday games. Our first game, we've got the exciting one and four Dolphins at the zero and five Jaguars. And I, I was just saying that I, it's surprising to me that the Dolphins have not played well on defense. And the, the other part of it, we talked about net points uh, last time. Yeah. But the, the worst team in the NFL on net points are, are the Miami Dolphins, minus 75. Played five games and they've they've lost by seventy five total points. And it's fifteen points. They're losing two touchdowns a game. They're getting beat two touchdowns a game. Yeah. You know that's not that's not very competitive. No. And they won one game, so I mean it, it seemed like you got to take Miami because Jacksonville's <laughs> not only not a good team. They they they've got a lot of distractions that've been going on, and I still don't know the end of that whether the coach is going to hang on or not. And I think some of the players, I'm sure, are worried about that. So, Yeah, that organization is a mess. Yeah, it, it, it's problems right now. But I like the owners there. I mean, I think they're trying to win. Obviously, they, Urban Meyer was a big catch for them, it seemed like, you know, very successful uh, college coach. But it hadn't turned out well so far. I don't see it turning around a whole lot. No. We pick Miami, right? Yes, I definitely pick Miami. I think Urban Meyer is unfit to lead that team. Ooh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, stepping out now. Stepping out, yeah. Yeah, that was for certainly a controversial thing he did too. So yeah, the heat's been taken off of him now with the with the John Gruden story taking the taking precedence in the in the media, but his players. You know what's going on. I think it's still a distraction. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not a very good football team overall, although they obviously got a young quarterback. And I still like the running back. They could upset Miami. And the reason I say upset Miami is because Miami's been playing so poorly on defense. Yep. They could. And and as a team overall, they're one and four. I mean, but I don't think they played well. Uh, up to their standards, I'm sure, because they 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 were good on defense last year. In fact, they beat the Rams last year. And also, that game's in London. Oh, it's the London game. Yes, it is. But London's getting all the great teams, aren't they? <laughs> they got the, <laughs> the Falcons and Jets. Now yeah. they get the Dolphins and Jaguars. <laughs> we're yeah. picking our we're, we're picking our best to to show up. Uh, yeah, they love football over there. I mean, if you saw the game, I mean, they, they were. Pack stadium and they were hollering every play and they didn't care who it was. They're both East Coast teams, so it's a shorter trip for them than it is some other teams. Like we, when I was with the Rams, we went, we went to London. Well, that's a long trip. Long. Although we won the games. Yeah, it, it can take a lot out of you. 
I think how you handle it is important. I'm talking about coaching-wise, how you handle it. First, get the jet lag out of them. Let them rest. Get them rested. Get there, then, get there early, right? Yeah. you got to get there early. Yeah. Get them acclimated. And then, mm -hmm. uh, and of course, it's a game, obviously, like you would normally play. But I think coaching and uh, logistics of how you handle the team is important. I think some coaches do it well. And uh, if you do, it gives you a little advantage. All right. Well, Vikings at Panthers. Vikings, I think Vikings are playing a little better. Carolina, uh, Carolina's a pretty solid team. Well, they got beat again, as I predicted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is a tough game. I think mm -hmm. they they seem pretty even. They could this could be a competitive game. Yeah, or it should. Yeah, it should be a great game. I like Carolina at home. I like them. I like their defense at home. Sam Darnold didn't do as well this last week as he did before. Kirk Cousins can give you problems. And the Vikings played better on defense last week. They were they had not played as well on defense as I thought, but they they're uh, they seem to be getting better. They've got some talent on defense, so should be a good game. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and say Carolina's gonna win at home. All right, I'm gonna go with the Vikings on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, if I had taken the Vikings, I got a feeling you would have taken Carolina. But <laughs> well, no, I I said this last week, which is why I picked them to lose. I don't think the Panthers. I think they had a good start because they played some some bad teams, and I, I don't yeah. think they're as good as their record. Right. I mean, right. they're only three and two, but I think uh, and the Vikings aren't great, but I think they can beat the Panthers. But we'll see. That's why they play the game, right? <laughs> That's so right. Wins. That's right. He wins. All right. Chargers at Ravens. Woo. This one's fun. Two four and one teams facing off. Both teams with strong offenses. Yeah. The Ravens had not played as well on defense as they had. I think that's hurt them some. They're still playing at home, which I'm sure after that last game, they're going to be rabid fans again. I think the Chargers have a good football team. I, you know, Herbert is the really the talk of the league. He and Allen with the with the Bills are two young quarterbacks that are you know just coming on really strong. Well, the Chargers scoring forty seven points last week against the Browns. I mean, that was just a game where whoever had the ball last was going to win. It seemed like just all offensive game. Chargers are struggling with their run defense and. Lamar Jackson can obviously, and the Ravens can run the ball. Right. Yeah, they didn't run it the other night, I mean, but but they can run the ball. Yeah. They yeah, I mean, they ball. were down the whole game, though, so they were, yeah. they could run the ball if they were not in a 19-point deficit, but they were they were down a lot of the, most of the game, so they had to kind of pass. But, you know, if the Chargers don't get out ahead too fast, they can run. Chargers are hard to stop on offense, though. Yeah. And Baltimore... I just gave up 500 yards to the to the Colts. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. This is a this is a real toss up. I agree. This one's a tough pick. Oof! This is a tough pick. I think it's got to come down to defenses because both teams have a strong offense. Who whose defense do you think is better, Chargers or Ravens? I mean, both have done well and struggled at different times. 
Ravens had a few injuries on defense too. It looked like during the game, so depends on those guys. But but the Ravens they didn't look good on defense. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Chargers. I, I think their their young quarterback is really good, and they they'll hold up all right against Baltimore in the running game. Yeah, at Ravens. I mean, yeah, I am gonna pick the Chargers too. I think they're just on a they're on a good run here. They've got a lot of momentum going. They got a lot of confidence. I'm, I would think they should have. Yeah. Yeah. You can also say the Ravens were kind of lucky to win last week. <laughs> I mean, they play. You know, you don't take the, anything away from them, but you know, the other team has a chance to win several times. When it, it was it was that close a game, it could yeah. have gone the other way. And and to give up all the, especially the pass defense stuff, was just that worries me about the Ravens. Okay, so we're going with the Chargers. Going with the Chargers. The L.A. Chargers, yeah. <laughs> yes. Rams at Giants. The other L.A. team, Rams at Giants. Okay. Well, we pick the Rams every game, but they should win anyway, right? That they should. We're four and run, one on the Rams, so we're yeah, doing we... pretty good picking them. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're big favorites, and they should be. The Giants – Lost Barkley and and you know they lost a quarterback and their running back. I mean, we went in. The, I think the last time we the Rams played the Giants, uh, we played them at New York and we just beat the heck out of them. So I, I think the same thing is going to happen here. Yeah, yeah. Giants have too many injuries to be competitive. I think uh, too many key injuries. Yeah, even though the Rams are ten and a half, I, I, I ten and a half point favorites on the road. I just don't think the Giants can keep up with it. I think they'll beat them by, I'm going to say, 15. Mm, more than 10. All right. Texans at Colts. Ooh, wow. <laughs> They're both 1-4 teams, but both were competitive in their games. Uh, obviously, the Colts we talked about were competitive and had a chance to win against the Ravens. The Texans were competitive against uh, their game against Patriots. Yeah, the Texans. Same thing. They were way ahead. Patriots came back and beat them. Now, the Colts weren't way ahead, but they were. They had chance. Well, obviously they missed field goal to win the game. So, but I just think Wentz looks. You're talking about a rookie quarterback for the Texans who's played better last. I mean, played pretty well actually against the Patriots. But I don't see him coming close to playing as well this week as he did last week. He had a really good game. He had the quarterback rating was good. He through three touchdown passes, and, and they had some guys come through as far as receiver-wise. So I, they look better offensively. They don't look any better defensively to me. So Colts have a better defense, and I think Colts have a better offense. So I got to pick the Colts. Yep. I'm with you there. My my thoughts as well. Chiefs at Washington. Yeah. Um, the Chiefs, uh, we have to say, dis- are disappointing. I mean, right now, they're two and three, and yeah. last in their division. I mean, we picked the Chiefs every game, I think, uh, because no, because not of last, last week. Team. Last week we picked them to lose, and they and they did. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying it's hard to pick against the Chiefs who were right there last. You you think of last year's team, but they're not last year's team because, like I say, the defense is 31st in the league. Yeah, well, but offense. Yeah, Washington doesn't have a great offense, so neutralize some of that. And Kansas City does have a great offense. 
Washington's 27th in defense. I, I don't care how many number ones they have. They're still 27th in defense. They have the potential, but they're not, do, they're not doing it. Yeah. Yeah, Jack Del Rio is getting some criticism because expectations there. with. Well, yeah, sure. You expect them to play better. I thought they would, but yeah. they haven't. So I'm not saying it's Jack Del Rio's fault. It's just... They're, for some reason, their guys aren't playing as well. But I expect that to continue. So I'm going to pick Kansas City. It's funny how many teams you pick in that are on the road. Well, I mean, the home teams are, are usually well, favored. Not many of yeah. them are favored. Not, not, not a lot of them are favored. And home teams so far haven't done as well. Well, I agree with you. This comes down to offensive play since neither defense is playing very well. And obviously, Mahomes and the Chiefs would be the pick if you're talking about offenses so chiefs okay packers at bears packers and bears and the bears yeah bears played better last week they they did yeah i mean the fields the new quarterback i mean they, when they put him in there he it seems to uplift the team I, I, you know not that he's a great player yet i mean he's a rookie but it seemed to uplift their team and i thought their defense played better because Maybe because they felt like they had a better chance. I don't know. Well, they they did play great against the Raiders, their defense. Yeah, they, they played a lot better than what they'd been playing, and they played good in the game. So. But can they contain Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? That's the question. At home. Uh, Green Bay is – they're not one of the top ten offenses, which is surprising. And maybe they will be, but but they got Devontae Adams. <laughs> if they don't double cover him, they're, they're in trouble. I mean – that guy, they keep, you know, they keep throwing it to him. I, I don't think Chicago's going to upset them, but that, they, they're going to give him a game. It's going to be a fun game to watch, I think. Yeah, division game at the Bears. I think they'll give them, they'll definitely give them some trouble. But can they give them enough trouble to win? It's hard. To, it's hard to pick the Bears here. Got to go with Green Bay. Okay. All right. But they're not going to win by a field goal. I don't think they'll win by that. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, yeah, if the kicker misses three field goals, I think the Bears have a chance. <laughs> yep. But a couple of years ago, the the Bears, Bears were having, you know, they kept missing field goals at the end of the game. So maybe they, maybe they have that worked out now. Bengals at Lions. Well, Bengals lost by a field goal, but – Obviously, against Green Bay, had had plenty of chances to win, but just didn't. Lions lost a really tough game against the Vikings. I, I don't know if you saw Dan Campbell's press conference, but he yeah. was crying. He's a passionate guy, yeah. <laughs> I know. Emotional yeah. guy. He's, he's very emotional. They're not going to bite anybody's kneecap off this year with their team, like he said, going in. But No, but... Like the Wizard of Oz, the lion was given a heart there, wasn't he? I mean, they seem to have some heart. <laughs> yeah, they did. I'm I'm leaning from, toward the lion to get off the get off the snide. The Bengals certainly have played better this year, but they're not they're not a powerhouse. Detroit, uh, they've already lost five, so now they're minus forty, so they're they're not a they're not obviously not a good team against the teams they played, but. I, for some reason, I think the, uh, they're going to beat the Bengals. Hmm. Okay. I think they're going to play hard. Dan Campbell does seem to have them playing hard, even though they're an zero and five team. So, I do think I do agree that they have a shot. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bengals here, but 
but I understand picking the Lions. I understand why you would pick them. Yep, should be a great game. Hopefully, hopefully it's a great game. Cardinals at Browns. Ooh. <laughs> this is a this is a fun game. Yeah. yeah. Browns have seemed to have a, had a touch tough schedule as of late. They're, they I mean they just played the Chargers. They just lost 47 to 42. I mean that's a tough game. Yeah, I think they they're a solid football team. Well, except their defense allowed 47 points. I mean, I don't know that that's too solid. Yeah, that that's not good. I mean, Cardinals obviously 5 and 0 and their offense was contained by the 49ers this last week pretty well, but uh, their defense played really well. So they, to me, they feel really balanced. Yeah, Vance Joseph's a really good coach, in my opinion. He's got them playing well on defense, and they've got a they've got a got a good offense. So yeah, explosive offense. I mean, they they've got a good football team, but I, I think Cleveland Cleveland has a good football team too. So. They do, and playing at home. Yep. In fact, Cleveland's favored by two and a half. So. Hmm. Uh, I'm not surprised uh, at that. I, I, Cleveland, with that strong running game, playing at home, the crowd, and they played well last week offensively. That I think they should win this game. You can't go undefeated forever. The only undefeated team in the league. Hard to pick against them because they won every game, but I think Cleveland's waiting on them there. All right. Well, I pick Cardinals with the upset. I think uh, with the with the two point upset. <laughs> I I do think it'll be a close game, but I think Cardinals defense is going to be able to to stop the Browns. Mm-hmm. But it should be a fun game. I look forward to watching that one. Mm-hmm. Cowboys at Patriots. Cowboys offense is on fire. Yeah, they're they're really good on offense. Patriots could slow them down some, but I don't don't see them slowing them down enough. And the Patriots, they're two and three. It's not like they one of them they beat was Houston, so and they barely beat them. So I, I see I see Dallas winning that game. Yep. Fairly easily. Yep. I agree. Cowboys got to pick the Cowboys. The Patriots too, and I don't know what's going to happen this week, but they had four offensive linemen out last week. Oof. And a young quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And a young quarterback who's played pretty good, pretty well. Raiders at Broncos. Well, Woo. well, this changed. <laughs> yeah, and will the Raiders yeah. fall apart, you know, or will they? Will yeah. Will it be a story of them Man overcoming together. difficulties? Yeah, exactly. Which one yeah. could go yeah. either way? Well, I tell you which way it normally goes. When you're playing in Denver, that's a tough place to play. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Denver always has an advantage playing at home. They got yeah. a great crowd and the altitude. Um, you know, so, yeah, it's a big rivalry. Raiders Broncos been a rivalry for a long time. So, if the Raiders treat it as a big rivalry, that's one thing, you know. And I think that that'll help the Raiders. But if they they get distracted by all the other stuff going on, they forget about you know forget about how tough it is to play in Denver. Uh, then they will have a tough time. Yeah, and I, I think the Broncos. Uh, Broncos, Broncos are playing better. Uh, they're not a they're not a great offensive team. Their defense plays good. Well, they got beat by the Steelers, though. Yeah, well, they were on the road, though. Yeah, I, I think they play well at home, and their def- defense plays good, and it's really a loud place to play. And Teddy Bridgewater's playing, right? Yeah, he's back playing, so that, that helps them some. Yeah. Again, they're not a, they're not a great offensive team, but they really have a good defense. Raiders don't Ra- Raiders have been playing great offense, but they didn't, they got shut down last week. I, I think the defense is going to make the difference here. 
I don't like the Raiders aren't great on defense either. So I'm going to take the Broncos. Although I, I although I, I picked against them last week, and the Steelers beat them, so I'm picking them this week <laughs> at home. Okay. <laughs> well. How about you? Uh, this is just a toss up because no one knows what's going to happen with the Raiders at this point. It's just. Yep. Is it a rebuild or a? They have the same coordinators though. I mean, not well. Obviously, John Gruden really called the plays on offense, but they're going to have the same offense and same defense, same defense as they did. Yeah, they had some big games on offense, but they're still not in the top ten on offense. So their defense isn't that bad either, as far as stats are concerned. They're kind of in the middle of the road right now. I'm going to go with you here with the Broncos. I just, it's just too messy, too many distractions. I don't see how you don't get bowled over by some of those and traveling on the road just tough mm-hmm. and interestingly you know they're both three and two but the the uh, broncos are net points are 26 and the raiders is minus seven mm. people mm-hmm. that look at net point stuff all right sunday night game we've got the seahawks at the steelers hmm. well russell wilson out for Four games at at best here. Yeah, Pittsburgh came alive this last week. Yep. Uh, which I predicted that they would beat the Broncos. But you did. Yeah, that was uh, a good pick there. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks look like they're in a little trouble. Yeah, it's going to be tough to win without Russell Wilson. Well, and they're two and three with Russell Wilson. Yeah, Geno Smith. Yeah, although he played good. He, t- he didn't play bad. Yeah. Played, no, he he went in and played pretty well. Yeah. No, but I got I got to pick the Steelers here. It's just yeah, me too. They're they got some confidence back. Their defense played better, which they should be a good defense, and and their offense played better. So Roethlisberger looked better. He gets beat up, you know, and that's the thing about him. You know, he can be up and down, or he can be out. Uh, but but if he's healthy, he still can he still can make a difference. Yep. How about Aaron Donald? Just the strength of his hand doing that to Russell Wilson's hand. And then he did it to, to Drew Brees before, too, injured his thumb with just the power of his hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> guy. powerful everywhere, even his hand, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not to laugh about anybody's injuries. I, I hate that to see, especially, you know, I hate to see any injuries in the league, but. It yeah, does show some power yeah. on Aaron Donald's yeah, hand. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's after you all the time, whatever it takes. Yeah. All right, we're both going with the Steelers there. Monday night, Bills at Titans. Yeah, Bills are playing really well. Tennessee is a big game for Tennessee, although they're already two games ahead in their divisions. Yeah, I predict they will still be at the top of their division even with this loss against the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the Bills, the Bills looked really good. I mean, gee, it's a big, the Monday night game is always a big game. Tennessee, I don't think Tennessee's defense can hold them. No, no. They're 21st in defense. and now They're 10th in offense. The, the uh, Tennessee's 10th in offense, so they're not, they're not that bad in, in, on offense. Hmm. Buffalo's, I think, better on defense and and offense. Better on offense. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's the difference, I guess. <laughs> but they're going to bring up the uh, Music City Miracle. I can tell you that. 
Buffalo at Tennessee. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't, it's always fun always to, comes up. to bring that one back up. Oh, it's always fun. Well, it's not always fun <laughs> for me, but... No, it's terrible. <laughs> they always want to bring it up. What's happened's happened, right? Say la vie. But it, it'll be on... It'll be... It'll be shown in the game, I'm sure. In fact, they've always they've already contacted me to try to get me to talk about it or do something about it. I'll see what I don't I don't know what I can say except hey, I didn't think it, I thought it was a forward lateral. It was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but it wasn't. If they don't call it, it's like it's like a holding call. Yeah, it was holding, but they didn't call it, so it's not holding. Yeah, or pass interference or anything like that. What it was and what it was called are two different things. So you wish for a better call, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Especially on replay. That's what the thing that bothered me was the replay because you could see it on replay. And, and I think they'll sh- probably show that. But I mean, the guy's behind the line and throws, and the guy catches it in front of the line. I mean, there's a line there. It's not like it's. Yeah. It's pretty clear. Between the yard lines. It, yeah. it's There's something to, to, judge, to judge it on. But. But it was uh, it was really bad on our part, but really bad on our part to bloop the ball in the middle. And that if we were going to bloop it, we should have blooped the ball outside the numbers, especially to the uh, to our right and make a right-handed guy have to throw it across his body, and it'd be a tougher throw if if you're throwing it backwards. But we put it in the middle, and everybody went went to the middle. We should have spread them out and stayed outside. Or kick it deep. I really wanted to kick it deep, but that didn't, that didn't happen. So yeah, well, well, if anybody want to hear wants to hear the actual story, they can listen to the overtime podcast, the Buffalo Bills. There you go, and uh, and hear the story behind that. <laughs> yep. All right, Dad. All right. Good job, Trace. I think you got most of them right this week. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you too. <laughs> all, all but the ones we differed on. Right? <laughs> That's right. That's right.